With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to The Scoop. I hope you are ready for a great show tonight. We are live. So before we get started, of course, do me a favor and call your friends and family and tell them it's time for some good conversation. And we're going to have some fun tonight. Tonight we're talking about Colin Kaepernick. We're talking about protesting. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. So let's jump into this great show. But you guys know before we do that, I got to say what's up to my good people. So what's going on, Miss Shaquilla Wilson? I you Wilson. I said Wilson. Lord, yeah, I was going to say, you just remarried me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's, that tells you that your name is Willis, Lord. Willis. 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 Put some day. respect on hey. that name. Put some respect on Willis. it. Tonight's show, so I'm extremely happy to be here on this evening. Yes, well, all right, Dan. What's going on, Miss Keisha? How you doing? What up, though? Hey, boo. You good? Hey, boo. I am yet living. I know that's right. And that's all I got for you right now. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes, listen, sometimes that's that's good. I'm telling y'all, it's been a day. So, but anyway, we're going to get into that in a minute, but before we do, y'all know how we do it. Let's go ahead and squad up.
confused with the spirit called a chemistry. It's only two sides, how to cold, friend the enemy. But the true love of Christ always flow out from our innocent. He was sent to earth to intervene, the gate to heaven's entering. All the sheep know his voice when he talks, we be listening. Spirit led, spirit fed, word of God, our daily bread. I was living dead, now I'm dead living. Oh, you was living dead, now you dead living? That's right, I died in myself to let Christ feel me. as I am. I hope y'all not as tired as I am. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> so let's we started the conversation uh a couple of weeks ago. Um and so we're gonna kinda I wanna follow, do a little follow up for a second. because um, I had a few quite a few people lately who who've been asking about it. Um we started a conversation talking uh about entrepreneurship and business and so um yeah, so I just wanted to kinda follow up on that conversation. And uh, yeah, trying to see how we how we progressing. We had a little event moment, um, I think a couple weeks ago. That we think that's a pretty good, pretty good call. We should call it event moment. Mhm. Yep. Okay. Definitely. Uh, who? Yeah. Event, event moment. moment. Oh, ventilation. Event. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like yes, as in ventilation. And so I had a, I had several people reach out to me saying, you know, hey, listen, I appreciated that because. As a business owner, this is something new. And then today I got a phone call today, and I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't like laugh at the person, but I said, well, my response to him was welcome to, um, welcome to being an entrepreneur. And they said, <laughs> they said, um, why is it that when you go into business for yourself, um, before people buy your product, they want to know like everything about it. And it's like, you know, they want to know, like, what do you put in it? Where do you get it from? Uh, I said, but I never went, I never, um, in, a, in all the years I worked in retail, I had somebody, a customer, walk in and say, where did Walmart get this from? What's in it? You know, like, uh-huh. I've never, never, never even seen them read labels. Now, all of a sudden, you want to start yep. questioning, you know, the mixture of of every. And I said, uh-huh. that's why I said, well, Welcome to being in business for yourself. Do you remember me having that frustration? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That exact same frustration. Like, are you serious right now? That's part of why I exist. Because we didn't ever read a label. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now you want my secret sauce. Like, really? Yeah. That's a part of it. Oh, no. Especially when it's your baby. That's what you think. If you initially think everyone's 
out to because you're so passionate about it. You and this, you know, I don't care who you are and how humble and awesome you might set out and tell everyone you think you are. Mm-mm, I've been here, so mm-hmm. I can't. I, I believe it. You, we all go there. You think that everyone is somehow trying to do what you're doing in one way or the other. So when they start asking all those questions, you're like, well, damn, why do you want to know all of that? Like, do you, are you trying to sign this NDA for all this information that you're trying to get out of me with right. God? Because you've never asked these questions right. before. So it, it gets, it, and, you, and it's really, it's a sensitive it's frustrating. spot when you first get out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that brought back some memories. I took a turn for a man. Man, I'm rocking in my little chair back for mm, Jesus. <laughs> Thankful for growth. Yes, Lord. Thankful for growth. <laughs> right. mm. I said that's just what it takes is some growth and some. um. Oh, see, I can't say it. You got to get a little forget it in your system. You know, uh-huh. unfortunately, <laughs> our pe- that it's just a, how we do it. And it's so sad because training is a mug, you know. We hold our, everybody except self to a much higher standard, one. Then when you're in business, I'm much quicker because I got access to you. I'm going to mess with you. You know, just because, and, and, that's, and so people get upset when I, I become unaccessible. You understand me? Don't don't call me with that mess. If you want to know mm-hmm. what's in it, it's a product description. Okay. That's what just like with anything else. <laughs> Check that product description. It's already right there. If it ain't enough for you, Google search it like you do if you're a real researcher. You know what I mean? Uh, but don't don't call me asking me that. Yeah, no, don't do yeah. it. That's a misunderstanding in the making. Um, and but <laughs> but that, but people do it. Like you would normally just go to the store and go buy a product, and not even look at the label because oh yeah, such and such said this is nice. Now I can have a hundred people on my page that gave me five stars and said this service is the bomb. These toys is high quality, and because you cuz you like man for real. That's how, cause see, I got one for such such, but you know, uh-huh. yours better than that. What 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 material mm-hmm. is it made mm-hmm. out of? You know, I could be a little sensitive. Did you check that on the label before you bought the stuff from right. the other people? Right, right, right. No, don't stop with me. It gets real, but you know, hey, you gotta stay focused. It ain't for right. everybody. And sometimes people right. would rather get. You know, I, to me, I feel like if you gonna be on this train. You can catch it now. You can catch it when it comes back fully loaded. That's your choice. <laughs> yeah, you know, I always say, I think I think for me, I look at it uh, from two ways. One, like you said, like either, you know, maybe right now, maybe this isn't for you. I think it also speaks to, I also look at it um, from a salesman's perspective as this is an opportunity for me to get better at my pitch because yep. obviously yep. there was either something in my pitch that didn't hook you or, you know what I mean, because especially if this is something that uh, they already know that you use. So if I know, you know, that you use, well, I'll use me, for example. If I know that you go to, that you are already listening to Dave Ramsey and Susie Orban and you won't buy my product, then that means that there's something different. And it could be a plethora of things about my presentation or about my product that doesn't say, 
that I'm on the same playing field as them. And so I got to get better. So I looked at it from both perspectives, like, okay, I'm going to keep doing good. I'm going to keep getting better. I'm going to keep making sure that my product is good. I'm going to keep making sure that my, you know what I'm saying, that, that my presentation is good so when people hear my information is relevant. So that way when people do see me or when they hear me at some point, you're going to be like, you know what, let me get, I should be over here anyway. And then I, I, I try to flip that, Keisha, like, I'm more accessible. When the last time you could pick up the phone and call Dave Ramsey or call Susie Orman? I didn't think so. You know, so, you know, you kind of have to, like you said, grow and, and get to the point where it's like, well, the same thing that they use against me, I'm now trying to turn around and use it against them that make my business look better. So, I don't know, it's, it's frustrating, though. It's, I told you all the other day, I think, I'm going to do that, it's frustrating when people call me and even ask me about, but they ran you said such and such and such and such. I'm like, but I do the same thing. Why would you dare call me and ask me something they ran you say? Like, that's insulting. But but you wouldn't pay for my product. So it's frustrating, but at the same time, you got to say, well, I'm just going to keep getting better. I'm going to keep getting better. Mm-hmm. But that's the life. That's the life. Now, don't get me wrong. If they're asking a legitimate question, okay. I mean, I, people do have latex allergies. Some are allergic to mm-hmm. silicone. Some are, you know what I'm saying? So I, te- I pay attention right. to that. But when you start to right. get nitpicky about something that you've been using previously, don't, what? Right. Yeah. It's the no, same I agree. product. I agree. I agree. You know, and that's why the or price better. is going, all the prices is going up after this next, um, auction. I'm tired of y'all. The prices is tripping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Keisha>. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I'm gonna do you like um, maybe maybe y'all uh start shopping with me because I had the the, the other people prices. You know what I'm saying? Hilarious. I'm gonna price you like they do. That's funny. Yeah, I, do to, I do want to um just make a quick comment on what you said as far as how it helps you to fine-tune your pitch. That is something that I think yeah. I want to – that's kind of what I felt like as far as growth is concerned because it's, I totally had, you know, for myself, because, of course, that's kind of what we're all speaking from our personal experiences, I had to realize that my sensitivity towards certain questions like what's in it or, you know, how long have you, you – just basic questions and things that I thought were – I thought I had explained when you said, you know, I might not, what about my initial conversation made them still wonder or didn't make them feel comfortable spending with you? That is a question that I legit had to ask myself. Like, what is it that I'm missing that makes them still feel like it's not as natural as it should be, or it's not as this as it should be, you know, or it might miss this or that or the other. So I had to find a way. It just makes you think it stretches you and it makes you come up with how, because we don't have necessarily teams of people who sit around tables for hours on end bouncing stuff up against the dry erase board and saying, does this work, does mm-hmm. this not work, does this... You know what I mean? We we don't have those luxuries at our disposal. Mm-hmm. So we have to really... That's how we figure it out. So it's for, imagine them for 15, 16 hours going and hearing dumb responses, dumb questions back and forth, and they get to have the comfort of that little incubator space to do it. We get to do it, like, on the spot in the middle of actually trying to right. make that sale. Exceedingly frustrating right. when we have to have that on the spot interaction, but all that does is fuel that fire because, like, I know the three of us, that frustration gets to become what we need. That That is the fuel for us to come back and get better. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't like to feel mm-hmm. defeated. So we're going to go home and we will create that drawing board situation so we can come back mm-hmm. better if that's 
getting your pitch together or, hell, raising your prices. So you be like, you know what? I know what I have is this. And maybe yeah. if this is what's okay, because sometimes that's it. <clears throat> And that's I didn't realize that until I started retail. Until I started researching, sometimes we price ourselves too low, so that makes people question because it doesn't. Yep. They're so used to paying a certain amount for a certain thing to see it at a reasonable price, an honest price, a price where everybody can win, and I can continue to provide this service for you, and vice versa. They have to look at it skeptical. They want to ask fifty thousand questions to make sure it's equal to what I've been. Because, and again, that's a a brain thing. I you can't tell me I could have been spending my money all this time on this product for this amount. You can't tell me I've been told this drink for this long. So now I got to pick it apart mm-hmm. to make myself feel better about this situation yeah, because I can't believe I've been doubling it when I could have been coming to you out. and getting it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's, like, yeah. but it's our customer. You know what I'm saying? But I that's know. something and, that we have see, to, you know. And when I, I see it, that, I was like, what? <laughs> I see it and I do. I do believe that sometimes I do price myself t- to a lower uh, class. I don't know. I ain't going to say that. I just I do mm-hmm. I I low price myself because I've watched that I'm at least thirty percent lower than the bigger store right for quality sake. Mm-hmm. But then yep. I look at it like you do that on what you do that on purpose. You saying? Uh yeah, because I was trying to make it more affordable. But this is the thing. Uh, okay. Nobody questioned. Right. Okay, Steve Harvey's wife has an affordable purse line. Y'all been out here spending five hundred for somebody else's name, but um, all of her purses are thirty dollars and below. She ain't having no problems getting them sold. So well, her name, that's her name. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, that's her name. Yep, and it's just her name. Yeah, that's her name. She's you know not. we distracted by shiny things. We distracted She's by not. shiny things, honey. I'm wearing that Marjorie Harvey. What you talking about, girl? <laughs> Is that the name of her person? And I think it's a good idea, part. you know, but it's hard to, to I don't know. I, I just don't want to be both for Let me say, I think that I think that you have to. I think that's one of the things that, as a business owner, that you have to decide. Well, I know, I know it is. You have to decide what type of, you know, what business you want to go into, uh, and then after you decide what type of business you want to go into, you got to decide what kind of business do you want to be. You know, do you want to be uh, a boutique business, you know, where you'll have higher prices. Or do you want to have, you know what I mean? Like you have to ask yourself those questions. Because either way, um, if you don't go into a business with the name, it's going to be a um, a learning curve unless you're creating, even if you're creating a whole new market or you are, um, uh, 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 you know, you're trying to go into a market that's already established. People go into, it's the reason why, and this is the reason why I said what I was telling somebody who opened a restaurant um, that they were saying they don't understand why the restaurant isn't doing well. I said, well, McDonald's is, has the benefit of it. You know, they said when McDonald's opened up and they started doing real well, I said, well, that's because everybody knows McDonald's. So mm-hmm. when they walk into McDonald's, you know, that's a habit for them. I said, you have to now put, um, teach them a new habit, which is to come to your restaurant. And I've always looked up and saw that, that gold, you know, those golden arches. In my mind, I know what I'm going to get already. When I come into your restaurant, first of all, I don't even know who you are. And I don't know what to expect, so I got to give you that time to do that. Somebody like you know a Marjorie Harvey, they've seen her the way she dresses, you know, for the past couple of years, and so now it's like, oh, if her name is on it, there's an expectation 
um, uh, that it's going to be fly because the woman can dress. So let me go check it out. Same thing when Kim Kardashian went in the same thing with the Kmart. Same thing when you know other people have gone into these lower price things. But then if, if they'd have gone done done what Kanye does, it's the same thing. We know Kanye, so when he comes out with Yeezys, we gonna pay a ridiculous amount of price, you know, price for some hold for some holy sweatpants because they have his name on it. So you just gotta kind of you know give it give yourself time. Um, to again create recreate your own market, but let me ask you guys this question because I know since, since Keisha said that, um, we might as well talk about it. How do you determine? I mean, what are some of the your best practices for determining price? I mean, how, I know I have a y'all know I have a, a system when I determine price. But I just, I'm trying to get an idea of how did you guys determine what your prices were? Since Keisha and both of you all said that you wanted to be lower than everybody else, I'll start with I'll start with Keisha. Yeah, I knew you was gonna do that. See, it's, uh, yeah. So I write. Um, well, actually, <clears throat> there's a. Uh, I have a complete configuration. This is the beauty of having an accounting degree first. Um, so I price out based on my base price for the item plus my overhead. My overhead has to be included in every sale. My overhead is real. Um. And so I do that, and I take into account the amount that they're going to have to pay for shipping and taxes. And then I create my number, right? After my, after I create my number, I do a little, you know, item search and see what else is available that is exactly like this. Now, if mm-hmm. I can't find a product that's exactly like this, my, pro- my, my price is fixed. If I find one that's exactly like this and it's priced higher, my price sticks. If I find one mm-hmm. that is priced lower considerably, um, I check on their shipping prices and their tax rates just to see, you know, how comparable that is because sometimes it's price low, but you're paying three times the shipping. So I do all of that before I solid solidify my numbers. Now, some items were priced a little higher because of they're more like a necessity kind of item. So you price them higher, you said? Absolutely. And I learned that from the the store on the corner, the convenience store. See, Mm -hmm. the stuff they know you need, they price it a little bit higher because they know you're going to come get it. So Mm -hmm. if you're not shopping down, I know this is, you know, it's just, it's just the truth. I'm sorry. You asked me. I don't lie. Um, and so I know that it's a high item, and I know that especially when I know that I buy out. So I literally, whatever they mm-hmm. got in stock, I buy it out, and I keep it. And mm-hmm. what ends up happening is that particular item becomes obsolete everywhere. And so you, now you got people on the Internet searching, like, I need this, I need and so then I'm able to get them off just like I said, and it'd be fine. So it's it's a few different mm-hmm. ways that I structure my pricing. But those are just, yeah, that's just about three of them. Okay. So, you know, I would say, when I say interesting, because I would have thought the opposite. Actually, I, I would have wondered, again, based upon the market, if it would have been wisdom, if you know somebody's going to be a repeat customer or something. Again, that depends on what the competition is doing. And if there is any competition too, um, if somebody, if I know I'm going to sell a lot of something, 
it's lowering the price a little and then making the margin up the volume for the next sense. But that's interesting. Um, I don't know. That's okay. That's what interesting. I have to do with it. That's fine. Um, Q, what about you? Uh, I struggled initially with pricing um, because I I did start out too low. Um, I started out too low for what I was spending. So I had to recognize that there's power in bulk, there's savings in bulk purchasing. So I started to do that, and then that brought my overall cost down. And then after our wonderful show with um, Ms. Gwen Jameer, I then Mm -hmm. took one of her courses and I learned about profit margins and where you can set your, if you set yourself at a safe profit margin, which just give y'all a little nugget, she recommends 70%. You should set yourself to make at least a 70% margin. So over time that will allow for your growth for fluctuation in your ingredients or your products, you know, whatever it is that you create um, for uh, instability and whatever your market might be. And for wholesale, if you create a product that can be purchased at retail, like in stores and things like that, which is what that particular training was geared towards, it allows for wholesale where you still get a chance to win because a lot of small businesses get so excited about getting wholesale opportunities, whether they be small or large, we to get to scale ourselves for where we want to be. Um, and often we count ourselves out of that. So once I figured out how to um, set my margins and itemize what I use and really stop wasting before we start counting things and making sure that it matters as far as our cost is concerned. And what I do, I realize that I wasted a lot. There was a lot of trial and error that I could have prevented had I paid more attention. So in that, I I was able to bring my cost down because I wasn't spending as much on replacing things just due to waste and, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll sign this as an allergy to not my friend this season. Um, but um, but due to my waste, I was spending more. Which had to, so when I had an order, I'd have to go out and spend a lot of money right then. So I wasn't winning. So learning how to, bur- to excuse me, learning how to bulk purchase, learning how to um, make sure that my profit margins were right, set myself a little higher than what I had been, even though I didn't initially feel comfortable with it. Um, it allowed me to grow even in product development in other ways. Um, for other products, because I wasn't just barely making money. I made just a little more than what I was supposed to, which gave me a little cushion. Um, and that's helped. When I had people come to me and ask me, are you sure you're charging enough for this? Like, this is some really good stuff. Are you sure you're right? I was like, okay, now I'm at a good spot because I'm not worried. And they're really feeling that there's a value in what they're receiving. And that helps me to develop a whole new, um, like, ad line you know, around my product. I, my product, I, I strive to make my products so awesome that you can't live without them, but so affordable that you don't have to. Like, I think I came up with that on the show, and then I made that a reality. And now I can say that and have confidence in that because I took the time to research and figure out what really worked for my market. So mine was really trial and error <clears throat> because I don't make what's such popular. You know, my items aren't necessarily, there. there are things that are like it on our market, but they're so unique. I didn't want to be match for match for what's on the market because it is higher quality than what you usually will find in a store. I don't care how pretty a package it is. It's, you're going to get a solid value from what I offer. So I didn't want to be exact. Like Keisha said, you don't want to be exactly what your competitor has because then they can go for what they know. You know what I mean? They're, they can go to what we're creatures of habit, especially with where we spend our money. So you have to show in one way or the other that you set yourself apart and then prove it. 
or else they're going to go back to where, you know, that there's nothing that keeps them there. They're going to go back to where they're comfortable spending their money, and I didn't want that. There's a lot of crossover that has to happen with what I'm doing. And she ain't never lying. She ain't never lying. <laughs> For real, mm-hmm. first of all, the products are good. And then you can play yourself if you want to and try to get something else. You're going to be mad. Mad as fire. I'm telling you from the yeah. experience. It was terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a witness. It's good. You're right. Yeah. It's real good. And, and that's, so me, and that's okay. what people don't understand. You got to pay people for their sweat equity. When you're getting something that was made in my kitchen, baby, you, you yeah, man, this is cool. I, I think that this people, is, I think that, and I think that's part of the part of the concern. The other part, let me say this. The other thing that I think that, said that's that part we, of the concern, do. I don't make the toys it in is. my kitchen. Okay. Oh, I know you guys. oh wow! I know you guys. <laughs> Let's make that play. Let's put that out there, y'all. Red flag that was, on the play. I want to say, if you did, I would be at your house all the time. Like, make that other thing real quick. I want to see. Right. So, but yeah. yes. But yes, you but already yeah, no, know. No. Make that. Make that stuff that turn warm. I want to see how you make that. What you put in child. Let me stop. But um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Keila got to talk um, about a bartering situation a little bit later this evening. Uh, uh, see, you said your, <laughs> your sinuses is flaring up. Yes, I got something for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I yes. do. Let's do that. A master tonic. I'm gonna send it to you. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, I got some coiling custom with some new packaging with your name on it. How about we do that, girl? Yeah, <laughs> you see how we do that? You see. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. Let's, yeah. let's have you give me breath. All I ask for is breath and some feedback, and we good to go. Breath and feedback, because I'm not breathing. So I need the feedback. <laughs> 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 We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come when we take a break, we're gonna come back in a second and uh yeah, we're gonna talk about it. so I don't know if you, we're gonna talk about it. I don't know if you guys have heard that Oprah lost hundred seventeen million dollars. Did y'all hear about this? What? About this. Okay. Yeah, no. so Oprah lost hundred seventeen million dollars. We're gonna talk about that right after the break. This is Man mm. of the Year. We'll be right back. A lot of niggas don't keep it real no more. I really had love for Turn they back on me Don't wonder why I gotta keep that strap on me Riding through my city, gun black on me Can't even think Cause niggas that I would die for 
really hating on me But I don't need them or trust I just watch from a distance I gotta act like I'm blind But keep the snakes in my vision Niggas want my position But don't put time in to get it Home of the grimy and gritty But I still ride for my city Keep that nominally with me For niggas plotting and scheming You alive in the morning But you could die in the evening I compensate with my demons While I'm praying to Jesus Tell me you gon' have doubters Just turn them into believers
a billion dollars. But so the reason she lost $117 million in one day um, is, for those of you guys who do not know, Oprah Winfrey invested, um, I can't remember how much it was, but invested or became a 10% owner in Weight Watchers in November, October, November of 2015. The day that she invested, the stock price doubled. So in essence, the mm. stock price went from, yeah, the stock price um, went from $6 and some change. I'm sorry, I had the number, but I just lost it, to $13 and $13, almost $14. Well, the mm. company basically announced, announced uh, its numbers, and it was flat, meaning quarter over quarter. So when you, so when you read something in the stock market and they talk about revenues, um, or profits, they are comparing second quarter 2015 or 16 to second quarter 2015. And when you look at those two quarters, there should be a difference. So in this instance, in both quarters, um, the company made $309 million, $309 million. So that was flat year over year. And so because of that, the stock price dropped from $13.92 down to $9.61. So that's so because of the amount of money she invested, that's $117 million she just lost in that one day. Now, she lost wow. it, what this is called, in, in the investment world, we call this a what's called a paper loss, meaning that, um, she has not really lost $117 million because she still owns the stock that she hasn't um, cashed it in. And in reality, she did not lose $117 million. She lost $117 million a month of a paper of a paper gain. So if she invested at $6 and some change and the price went up to $13.92, she, even though on paper she made $117 million because she did not cash out she didn't make any money. Okay. And so that was what's called, we called it a paper gain. Then today when the stock price dropped, she made what we call a paper loss. But in reality, if she were to still cash in all of her shares, she would still make money because she bought at $6. At $6 and it's now still worth $9.61. But she's sense. not going to cash out. Yeah, a little bit. So, but because it's not. So, yeah, she's going to hold on to what stock she has because that's a part of the game. It's not really a, as dramatic as it sounds when broken down. Is that right? Is that how that's going to go at this point? It's, yeah, it, it's not. And the way this, so, so out, well, let me get to part two in a second. So, so part okay. one is <laughs> correct. It's not going to, she's not, she hasn't lost anything right now because, again, she bought it at six. The stock is at nine, so she still made roughly three dollars a share. But she had the difference between six and thirteen, seven. So she had seven. She had made almost seven dollars a share, but she didn't. She didn't cash out. First of all, the other part of the reason she didn't cash out was because when she became ten percent owner, they also gave her a position on the board of directors. Mm. So she's so she's also a part of the board of directors. Um, and as a result of what she's seeing in the company, Oprah has also decided um, and pushed for them to get rid of the CEO, which they have. So they're going to fire the CEO, 
and get somebody else in because the company isn't growing like they wanted to grow. So, yeah. So paper. So again, so paper wins again in the stock market. You don't win until you cash out, or you don't lose until you cash out. So as long as the money still is still in the account, it don't matter until you say, okay, give me back how you know what y'all owe me. And so because she hasn't done that, she hasn't won or lost anything. Now part two of this is in the investment world when you cash out, if you lose when you do your taxes every year a portion of that you can write off on your taxes. So you get so so that way you don't even though you lost money, it hurts you but it doesn't hurt you as bad. And I don't remember what the amount is that you can write off. So yeah. So there so it's it's the goal is they want people to invest, they want people to get in the stock market because the more people get in the stock market obviously better the better companies do. So and that's how you create wealth in this country. So yeah, pretty interesting. So like I said, hundred I would still be I would still if I was open be like, I just lost hundred and seventeen million dollars. But in reality yeah. she hasn't and and the stock price will, will go back up. I don't know if it'll go back up as high as it was, but it'll go back up. Hundred seventeen million in one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. All right, so that's that's your investment lesson for the day. In other news, um, if you guys also saw, um, Hillary Clinton is now sick. Um, and so Hillary Clinton is um, was diagnosed with pneumonia after she was leaving the 9-11 um, ceremony and was seen, like, staggering out. And so she, um, so she was diagnosed with pneumonia. And, yeah, so she's been diagnosed with pneumonia. She's been down. Apparently she did an interview yesterday with, um, oh, no. uh, what's his name, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. But she's down for with pneumonia, and they say she's gonna be um, she's gonna be all right. So see now that just made me feel like I'm watching an episode of Scandal, and somebody just gave you know yeah. hit her with the bug yeah. in her shoulder, and now she got pneumonia <laughs> 57 days before the election. Right. And people are so hateful that they actually saying that you know speaking negative about that. I mean, the world is in a calamitous place right now because the woman is sick, and you got people talking. About, I hope she die. What part of the game is that? Right, right, yes. right. Really? Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's 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 some it's some mean people. It's just some mean people out there. But the, I mean, did y'all see her like staggering off though? That 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 was kind of scary. I didn't see her stagger. I have not. I've only, it's so crazy because I keep missing it. I always like turn around and walk around the corner. They're, you know, flashing it off the screen. So I've not seen her do that. <laughs> but what I, and it's crazy. Okay. It's like what is happening as much as the news as I watch, I have not vis- visually seen that, but she's been mm-hmm. coughing and, you know, I don't know. She, she she's not yeah. been well, so to speak, for more than a few weeks now. But like yeah. I've heard, I think it was um, the, not the Smirconish guy. It was the other guy who's a, who's always talking about how important it is for journalists to be, you know, factual and all of those. So I cannot remember his name for the life of me. But he said that the campaign is grueling in and of itself. They're they're not mm-hmm. sleeping. They're traveling. They're up and down. They're all over the country. Mm-hmm. You know, this, that, and the other. Like 
they are putting themselves through way more activity and interaction with far more people than the average person does. So the fact that they come out with just pneumonia or colds and things like that is, to me, is not surprising. <clears throat> and I think when we attack things like being human, because I'm sorry, running for president does not make you a mutant. You are no, you don't get bionic right. shots at the end of the <laughs> night that keep you going. You know what I'm saying? Like so, we're, we become right. very unrealistic in our expectations of humans when we put them on this presidential pedestal, even before they become president. So I, I, I was over this conversation as far as her getting pneumonia and that whole thing, you know, long before yeah. this got started, way before the weekend was over with. If she's not dying, like if she does not have a terminal illness that is going to incapacitate her at some point in time, like I am not concerned with it. Like miss me with that. Next. And I would feel the same way if it was Donald Trump. Like that is of little to no importance. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I ain't, and that's how you say it. I don't know. I want to know. I, I, I want to know if this is, you know, if this is the issue, issue. But if she got, you know, if you got the flu, oh, okay, everybody get a cold. No big deal. But I yeah. think that there should be some discussion around your overall, you know, health just because, again, you know, you kind of got a pretty important job. And so if you, mm-hmm. you know, if you, what's, what's my man's name that was uh, VP? Uh, under Bush, uh, Dick Cheney. If you Dick Cheney, I mean Cheney had how many heart attacks? And so you yeah. know that we pay for the surgery, right? So it's like my goodness. So you know, I think that's something that should be discussed again. But it's not, it's not the end. Like I said, it's not the end of the world. I think it's a, but we should know that. We should know if you know if there's some serious stuff going on with you because that could hamper your ability to show up for work, just like at our jobs. I mean, if mm-hmm. constantly, if, you, if there's something going on with you, your job will want to know so they can know, hey, do we need to make accommodations? Is there, yep. you know, what's what's going on so we can know, you know, really what we're getting into. So I just say I look at it from that perspective. But, yeah, I just, it was kind of what I thought, what I thought was interesting about the video when you guys hear, um, they like, like she was wobbling, you know what I mean? And then once she mm. was like wobbling, they like swooped her up and got her in that van real quick. You got a cold thing. They cold with it though. Yeah. Yeah. They surrounded her like cold jack or something. Like, like goodness gracious. Like, they ain't playing. So, but it was it was actually interesting though. It was interesting to see like how they had her surrounded. So, but yeah, but we did. Hopefully she gets well because like you said, this is a hard time. Um, of the campaign, and so we definitely need to, uh, you know, see what she's going to do. Like I said, uh, she did go to uh, recently uh, to the National Baptist Convention and, and did a speech, and it was interesting. I watched most the majority of it, and it was interesting, so I'll leave it at that. So I'll just leave it interesting. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Also, did you guys also see um, that the CEO of LinkedIn – has um, the CEO of LinkedIn has said that he will give uh, he has pledged five million dollars to Donald Trump if he will release his tax return. So you know the big thing is you know they want they want to see these tax returns and he's like look I want to see them so I give five million dollars <laughs> to see these tax returns. I'm like goodness gracious, like is it that serious that you gonna give? Yeah, kind of is though. Oh well, not for him, but I, I mean, mean it is. He needs to go ahead and come on up. He's I don't not know doing what's it. Big deal. Yeah, he ain't doing that. No, he ain't, he ain't gonna do it. it. I don't think he's gonna do it either. Yeah. No, he's not doing it. 
Come on, y'all know he ain't gonna do it. That's a waste of time. That's why the pledge was so big. He knows he's not gonna do it. That's I mean, that's like a million dollar bet that some women gonna get their Peruvian weave wet, baby. It's just not gonna happen. It's not <laughs> the Peruvian weave. Yeah. After that other one. Yeah, nah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's all I got to do. I ain't, I'm not I'm not so I'm not with it, especially after that video. I'm not folding. No, we get no wigs wet. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, let's not do it. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. We going the other way. Going the other way. Going the okay. other way. So. Okay. The Ooh. other way. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we going to turn around. Y'all want to talk about Colin? Y'all want to talk about Colin? Yeah, let's talk about Colin. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about Colin. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about Colin. All right. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. So, uh, Q, I know you had this last week. You want to, you want to kind of tell everybody, catch everybody up on what's going on. Yeah. Go ahead, cause she had, she was ready. She had notes. Yeah. And <laughs> I, she, she was prepared. I'm gonna well, hear yeah. all of it. Yeah. So, Mister, and I've, I've got it. To, you know, of course, this has grown considerably since last week. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're going to just do a quick recap. If you have not heard, Colin Kaepernick is the um, San Francisco 49er player who has decided to no longer stand for the um, national anthem before they their games. Um, he has decided to sit to, um, to protest the police brutality and the injustice against black people in the United States. Um, he says that he will not stand for that song until it is true to the words, you know, true to its lyrics. So a result of that, there has been um, pretty much a split down the middle between what you could call <clears throat> supporters of Colin and those who want Colin to stand up and shut up. And, you know, just for no other way to say it, just shut up about it and stand up and play football, um, stand up for the song. He has been called everything from unpatriotic. Um, he's not uh, um, really an American because he thinks, you know, he's disrespecting the veterans. He's not, he's, uh, he's been told that he's um, just race baiting, that he's just trying to not get cut from the team. People have called for him to be hurt. They have said that they hope he breaks his neck when he plays. If he gets mm-hmm. to play, they've said that he's made millions of dollars, so he should just be quiet and play the game. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of noted on, I think I said on last week, that it sounded as though it was very slavish. <laughs> the way that mm-hmm. they <clears throat> there was a sense of ownership over him because people feel some type of, because they pay for tickets or they're a fan. Right. They think the purchase right. of a jersey somehow grants them ownership to this man and his belief. So right. it's now caused um, support on the flip of all of the, um, all of the negative energy that has come from this. He's also now started somewhat of a movement. Um, there are high school kids who are now, who are now um, knee, they're taking a knee. They are. We've seen some with fists up. There are other NFL teams. I believe the Seattle Seahawks are like in larger numbers than some of the other teams I've noticed. Um, <clears throat> they've started to. I think they're putting fists up. They no. They interlink arms during the Star Spangled right. Banner. They don't necessarily cover their, their hearts or sit down, but they link arms during the song instead. Um, 
the biggest thing that's come from that, just to kind of fast forward, because so basically the last few days it's been just a bunch of that back and forth. It's been crazy. But here most recently, money got involved. Um, those who <clears throat> stand up for, who are, those new athletes who are starting to stand up for Colin are now starting to receive backlash for that by way of their endorsements. Colin, on his, when he first mm-hmm. took the stance, he was all for it. He said, you know what, I'm doing this. I've made the thought, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. I've had the thought process. I know what risk I'm taking. I'm willing to take those risks. I'm actually going to put more money where my mouth is, which is why he's donated the money from his jersey sales, which have gone through the roof in support of him, mm-hmm. or even to the negative, because folks have been buying them just to burn them, which fine. That money still goes to his pocket, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so they are now, those people who are now standing with him, I believe the gentleman's name today was, what is it? Um, help me out, bro, real quick. Was it Brandon... Brandon, Brandon Marshall. Brandon Thank you, Marshall. Brandon Marshall. I was trying to get back to Rashad's link real quick. But, yes, Brandon Marshall, um, he had lost his endorsement through CenturyLink, who is also part, um, I believe they're the owners or one of the sponsors for mm-hmm. the arena that they play in. Um, and also mm-hmm. they're a sponsor for the Seattle Seahawks. But they have first started with the individual pulling of their endorsement of Brandon, <clears throat> and in result mm-hmm. of that, it was just so amazing. Russell Simmons comes up and says, "You know what? I got you." And then in turn gives him a rush card endorsement. They're in, they're in, you know, uh, conversations about a potential rush card endorsement to take up the, the, you know, one of the two. I believe he lost a second, and again, I have to find that link to verify what it was. Um, but you know, this is happening all over. And I just found mm-hmm. before we went online, and then I'll get y'all, I'll, then I'll pause for, for other information because this is some of the reason why um, this is so important. This whole movement is so important right now. Um, before we went on the air, I just happened to come across this uh, article about Adam Jones. He's an MLB player, and he is. We can hear. Hold on. We can't. Your mic. Your mic is going in and out. We can't hear what you're saying. I'm sorry. He, um, Adam Jones has said that baseball is a white man's sport because they were people are now mm-hmm. asking because you know other athletes are starting to stand up now. Everybody wants their particular sport to, in some way or the other, take a stand on this. So um, mm-hmm. that when asked, with him being a uh, prominent black. Um, MLB star, they asked him what's going on, and, and, you know, yeah, and he's like, you know, we, we, there, there's a reason for this, you know, there's, there's necessarily, um, he says, they ask why, he says, we already have two strikes against us already, Baltimore Orioles, all-star center fielder Adam Jones told USA Today Sports, so you might as well not kick yourself out of the game, in football, you can't kick them out, you need those players, in baseball, they don't need us, baseball is a white man's sport, so they, these gentlemen, who may not always, because even Colin had spoken on, that some of my players, some of my teammates, they can't miss a car payment. So I understand that they could totally, you know, they could totally stand with me, you know, want to sit with me, but have to stand for not being able to be able to support their families if they take this stand with me. So in the Mm -hmm. midst of that, this is a whole sport that in a lot of ways, I believe hockey they're saying is another one that's kind of having that controversy also because they, they can be replaced. And if this is your mm-hmm. shot, if this is how you feed your family, you know, it, 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 there are some athletes that are in some sports, I'm realizing after reading this article, that are going to be slower to do that. And they might have to make a different type of approach to how they protest to even still be able to be in the game. Because once you've been removed from the game, there goes your voice. 
So there's a catch-22 to being down for the cause. Because once I go down for the cause, are you still going to listen to me or are you going to then turn on me and now I've lost it all for what? So it's one right. of those, you know, it's one of those those real weighed out type of situations. So I've kind of got, given my, my updates up to now, and I know you all have been reading up on it too, so let's go ahead and, and, and get the matchup going. Keisha, what, what, do you, what do you think so far? Okay, now, first of all, when it comes to the whole situation, you have got to know that I am like America. This is America, okay? This is really irritating me because the first thing they they started, oh, that's just disrespectful to our country. You, I'm sorry, but I I know how many football games I watched. I ain't never stood in my living room. You know what I? You know what I do? I listen to the the vocal skills of the person singing the song. I ain't even hearing the words. You understand what I'm saying? Like, for real? That's just part one of that. Really? You you such a patriot. Really? Really? And then the veterans got right behind him. Hold on. We, we fought for his right to do whatever. And more than anything, don't try to pin my service. Don't tell me the reason that I served. Mm-hmm. That's not your place. You know what I mean? So that I mean, mm-hmm. these people have the hate came and it was all out of order. Um, but again, there's still silver liners in this. What you do see is the truth, and I hope that our younger athletes are paying attention. Um, all of our college uh, athletes that's looking uh, to be prepared for the draft. You don't understand. I hope you're paying attention to how these coaches view you because I expect for y'all to come out with better contracts. If you want me to play with you, you're going to have to pay me. That was just to my young fellas. You know what I'm talking about. Get him. <laughs> um, but then the other part of it, um, it, it took me to a place where I just don't understand why we turn on each other so quickly and People who have not spoke up on any issue. You didn't talk about Mike Brown. You ain't talk about Trayvon Martin. You ain't even talk about the Gen of Six. That's how old this situation is. And y'all have the audacity to come out against somebody who decided to protest. Please show me your protest profile, player. All of y'all came out. I mean, and I was I was disappointed at the athletes that had the audacity, the nerve. Really. That's what you're going to stand up so, for? So, for Keisha, for so those who don't know, what you're, what you're referring to, what, what, uh, help them out. Okay, so there are a couple of athletes, actually, who have literally gone on TV. I've seen uh, Shaq. I've seen, uh, was it Ray Rice? I've seen. Ray Lewis. Ray um, Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Lewis. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ray, Ray, Ray sorry, Rice is no TV time. Yeah, Ray, Ray Lewis. Ray Rice is no TV time. <laughs> But that's just a couple, okay? And that's it. But it was disheartening to see that when I Google search, what do, what have you done? You know, it's hard. What was your protest? You came to the march, okay? So the thousands and thousands and thousands 
be more specific. What have you done in real protest? Mm-hmm. Showing up, yes, that's good. But the consistency is what matters. And for you to mm-hmm. to come against somebody who is protesting, and then the other part, who are you to tell me how to protest? The nerve of you. Yep. The nerve of you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think my you know what I wondered when I watched Shaq was is he saying what he's saying because he don't want to make some people mad or does he really mean this? Now when I saw that's what I thought when I saw Shaq. But when I saw Ray Lewis, I thought this man don't know what he's saying. Like you said first of all when I, and I, and I love Ray Lewis first of all let me say that look I see how I preface that no um I just felt I felt like you don't know whether you are for this or against this because one minute you saying uh you don't want to disrespect the veteran but the moment in this discussion that Shannon Sharp jumps in and says listen this man is not you know protesting against the the veteran he's protesting police violence you know it runs down all of a sudden it's like now you for it. So do you really know what's going on enough to really give uh, a response, or are you just saying stuff, again, just because it sounds good? Like, are you really, again, and, and, and you know, it's like, are you really understanding the breadth uh, to which this this is happening? And you and you saying, he, no, he shouldn't do that. He should just, you know, just support the, vet, support the veterans now. Let me say this, if you guys, for those who don't know, when we asked, um, uh, um, when we asked veterans, because we did, uh, mm-hmm. we asked veterans in our scoop group what they thought, and there was not a one veteran in that group who was offended or uh, one person in our group who had family, excuse me, let me take that back, we did have one, we did have one, Portina. Uh Portina. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you. 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 Thank I went to I went I fought so he could do this, mm-hmm. you know. I, that's why I did this because he has the right to say how he feels because that's what we do in this country. We say how you feel. We say what we feel. We have a First Amendment right to do that, and so that's why I fought. We had one who said, "Listen, I didn't fight for a flag. I fought for the person," and so my fight was not, you know, to tell him what he couldn't do, but to tell him what he could do. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that. So that was very, you know, that those kind of things were very thoughtful. Again, we did have one person who, again, kept going back to this against the soldiers. It's like this has nothing. We're not nobody saying nothing negative against the soldiers. Why do we keep making he this even, about soldiers? He even when, said it. I don't have anything against the soldiers. He specifically yeah. said it is not about them. Like this ain't about that soldiers. Or this ain't about. Yeah, I mean, what we're not. Mm-hmm. He's not. And then this was probably my favorite. one was um, unless you were. What do you say? Unless you came from a very uh, decorated military family, you didn't sign up to protect the country. Back in the day, you fought because you got drafted. And after that, you probably signed up to get a free ride to college. 
<laughs> which there, there there's some truth to that statement. Yep. Yep. Yes, there is some truth to that statement. You know that that there are a lot of people who didn't. You know, and not to say that they don't have any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of respect for it or love, but. There are many of our servicemen who went to stay out of jail. You were given the option, the military or jail. Imagine that. Like, what? What? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm just saying that's our that's our our America. That's our that's you know. But we want to just impart all of this. Everyone's America has not been the same. Everyone's veteran. Everyone's military experience hasn't been the same. And I totally agree with the veterans when they say, don't speak for why I fought. You know what I mean? You can't, unless you were there with me, you, you can't speak for why I fought. You know what I mean? So you can only hold your, your, whatever your bias, whatever your prejudice, whatever your feelings, your moral standard, however you might look at it. You, we as a country are not at liberty to speak on the military because they fight a fight and go through a life that we flat out won't. That's why we're here. So to speak and impart what we think that they, we expect them to to be upset about and feel disrespected by until we are willing to accept that our country sends these people over there, sends our people, our babies over there, and I say our collectively as a country, until we're willing to get past the rose-colored glasses of when they come home all looking beautiful and dapper and they're, they're awesome, you know, dressed white to blues or whatever their particular branch rocks with, you know, that's the, the beauty of it. But until we're willing to come to the grips where we got these people who cannot sleep at night, who forget what their wives and their babies look like when they can't make full sentences come home and don't know where home is, nothing looks like, man, listen, <laughs> like, I'm, I can't. Like, I, that ve- that veteran piece, I think, pisses me off more than even the race baiting. I think I'm almost desensitized to that race. Oh, it's race baiting. It's not this. It's not that part right there. Like, man, <laughs> like, stop that. Mm-hmm. Like, you just really stop that because that's, that's romanticizing something that is so not romantic, and it's and it's 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 sick to do because people who will never ever even step close to that battlefield or even experience what the families go through having to be a part of the mix. I'm a hush. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I I agree. I, I think there is, but again, I think I think again, this gets what gets lost in in the shuttle in the shuffle of all this is is this ain't got nothing to do with disrespecting no veterans. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. 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 Stop shooting minorities. Straight up. Stop. (laughs) Straight up. Look, stop shooting. Stop shooting minorities. Pay pay minorities the same as you pay as you pay uh, white men. You know, like hire minorities, give them the same opportunity. That's what this is about. This ain't got nothing to do with disrespecting anybody. It's it's saying this country has things that are broken, and at what point do we fix them? That's all the man is saying. Like let's fix them. Let's stop pretending like we have no problems when we know we do. And I, you know, I I tended to uh, I tended to. To, you know, like a, a abused woman, and now everybody's telling her, "Stop talking about you getting, you know, that you get abused." Yeah. Like, you would never tell 
You would never tell a woman who's being abused, oh, just get over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you're the abuser. Unless you're the abuser. Right. Yeah, get over it. Stop talking to her. Stop talking about it. No, you wouldn't say that to her because you understand the severity of what she's going through. So you mean to tell me that, you know, that 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 everything that's happened, and I'm not going to, let's, let's just forget slavery. Okay, even if I forgot slavery, let's just say let's go from 1960 <laughs> to 2016. We got Jim Crow. We got dogs. Mm-hmm. We got, oh, you don't want to talk about the dogs. Okay, that's too long. I want to talk about Jim Crow. Jim Crow is too long, fine. Let's talk about, again, the, just the disadvantage and pay, the gentrification of our neighborhood. Let's talk about the you know, housing inequities. Let's talk about the GI, if you want to talk about the military, let's talk about how the GI Bill was not given to African Americans like it was supposed to. So, in essence, what it did was it created a white middle class and left the poor, a poor middle class, a poor black. Uh, middle class, or lower class, excuse me, because if they got it and they got to go to college for free, we didn't. So guess what we had to come back from the military and do? Go work in the factory. Yep. Or, 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 let's say we'll we get over the employment. Well, we go, right, let's, yeah. let's, back, let's, right, let's back up. Not even did we forget, the, forget that part. Let's say we both made it to the factory, but you got a college degree and I don't. Because you have the college degree, I get to work on the factory line, and you have the college degree, so you get to be the factory manager. Yep. Over so now you make more money than me. Oh, okay, so we don't want to talk about that. The GI Bill, let's not do that. So then comes along um, something like NAFTA or other types of programs when we start shipping jobs overseas and those factories close. So because those factories close, they disproportionately affect African-American neighborhoods because that's where the land was cheap and where the factories were built, and we were the ones on the factory line, and we couldn't go get another factory job because that's all we knew. But the factory supervisor, because he was a white-collar guy and he had some computer training, he got a job, a management job someplace else. And you don't think that there's a problem. We shouldn't be mad. Get out of here. Nah, we'll be all right. Get out of here. We got this far, remember? No, we we should. Get out of here. Get out of here. It's just stupid. But we got football. (laughs) We got LeBron James. (laughs) We should be happy, though. No, we should be happy because we get paid millions of dollars to play football. Dude, we got 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 up. For your entertainment. Yeah. And that's okay. Because yeah. it's not going to have dancing for you. Because of what you going to do about your boy Ray Lewis? Uh, hey. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, Ray Lewis, uh, he's still my boy. You know, I don't got no problem with Ray Lewis. I just think, you know, sometimes Neither do people, I. People shouldn't have platforms to speak, and I mean he should, but every platform isn't his platform. And I, if anything, I blame people for overusing the fact that he is good in some realms of speaking. He doesn't need to talk about everything because, like, even though what he was saying on air is what he said, I can guarantee you off the camera he doesn't think like that or talk like that or say anything that even lines up with what people are mad at him for saying. 
the yep, dude I think is the from same the, thing about Shaq. The dude mm-hmm. is from the middle of the hood of Miami. Trust, he ain't forgot that. His son just got put out of school for a sexual assault on a drunk girl. Trust mm. me, he knows that this law is not on his side and what Colin is doing no, ain't say bad. It. I'm going to say, say it. I'm he say protecting it. his check. He, he knows that he is nigga. Hmm. And, and at some point, he can't go too far because if he goes too far, exactly. they're gonna pull his they're gonna pull his chain. Exactly, and I mean like like y'all was saying, you know, they tell us be happy. We the ones making all the money in the NFL, but guess who's the person that sits above them? We used to call them the slaves. The owner. Now they get mad if you think that you know. Ah, uh, how y'all gonna compare sports to slavery? Well, look at uh, right. Look at it. They <laughs> right. the boys in their half butt naked. Measure them for size, speed, and everything, agility, and all that stuff to make sure you're good enough to play for my team. Now that you own my team, we regulate your dollars. We tell you what you can and can't do. Yeah, you got a million dollars, but at the same time, it's at what regard? You got to do exactly what I tell you to do. It's not your million dollars to have fun to play ball. It's your million dollars to be our entertainment. And, oh, remember, don't nothing we don't tell you to do. Because, like, when it comes to them earning their own power, they don't let them boys wear, I mean, some sports do. But they don't really let them wear their own apparel. Like, you can't just show up in your own shirt. No. The, no. the NFL is real bad about that because they wouldn't let them wear the 9-11 cleats. They was finding people for that. Yeah. You remember and they found RG3? That was a counter-argument to the, oh, y'all want to take knees and throw up your fists. Well, why ain't nobody saying nothing about this? Well, because it's not really important. I mean, it's just not important. And, you know, RG3 wear a Jesus shirt. Yeah, he got fined for wearing a Jesus shirt. So, I mean, Tim Tebow Tebow got fined a few times for wearing a What Would Jesus Do Mm -hmm. Mm t-shirt. That's actually what skyrocketed him to popularity, is getting fined for wearing Jesus apparel. So, I mean, it's... It's still very much a good old boy system. It's very much, you know, walk a fine line. You do what we tell you to do. The rules are not your own. You don't make the rules, and I wish you would try to because we're going to show you that we'll send you right back to the hood. Yeah, you make a million dollars today, but were you really informed on how to make a million dollars, spend a million dollars, and preserve a million dollars? Nope. So the first thing we do is go buy mama house, we can find daddy and buy him a house, so he'll shut up down the line. And then who uh, got a car? She want a house mm-hmm. too. And oh, if she got kids, you better put them on the support because the minute she gets accustomed to, you know, that taps back into the old other thing that I hate. But I mean, it's a it's a very big dum dum circle, and it all boils down to Winfrey's favorite subject. We aren't good enough in money management anyway to understand that amount of money when it's given to us, so we run off and spend it. And then when it's gone, we write back to being broke. And, I mean, I can say we don't have nobody to point at but ourselves, but in this case, it's true still. We have nobody to point at but ourselves because even when you are a millionaire, if you didn't go get advice for your money, that's shame on you. Don't look for us to be sad at you or sad for you when it's all gone. I'm not sad for you. You better go get some money management people, a real team of people that know how to put money in the right place 
so that your money is making circles or your money is doing what my stepfather always said. You want your money to make money for you, not you mm-hmm. making the money by yourself. Always mm-hmm. find ways to make your money make money. Not you make mm-hmm. money. Make your money make money. And that does not mean, i.e., black people go flipping. That is not <laughs> the answer. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. making your money work for you. That's living in danger and looking over your shoulder and living in fear. That's called stupid. You make your money work for you. So, I mean, in that instance, we got, I mean, we got a lot of growth to do. People got a lot of understanding to do, and it takes more than us just being mad at everything and protesting everything, but it's a start. It's true. So, I mean, I ain't mad at us being mad. I ain't mad at us protesting. None of the above, but do know that it's going to come with, you know, detractors. It's always going to come with detractors because people are not going to understand that we don't really honor all this flag and all this stuff that really wasn't even made for our liking anyway. Yeah. We weren't even free when any of this stuff was put together. Right. We were not even thought of when the Constitution. <laughs> the Constitution itself has not one black person or woman in its mind frame when it was written. Women didn't even have rights when the Constitution was put together. So in any good day, they might be getting treated like blacks too. And that's white, Mexican, black, purple, green. You're a woman. Your rights could be gone just as swift. Just, I mean, I don't know, man. That's a lot of dots and points in the Constitution. It's a lot of dots and points in everything the United States wrote out because they knew nobody would read it. And it's just facts. And in us not reading it, there it is. There it is. Losing. Yeah. Yeah. How y'all doing this evening? I came in all straight ranting. Wonderful. <laughs> so you know they mad at, at Colin too about them pig socks. I don't know if y'all talked about his pig socks. Bro, <laughs> the top. I thought they were brilliant socks. <laughs> yeah, bro. What do you mean? Socks. What pig socks? What did you say? Police uniform socks. Yep, they were little pig faces yeah. that they, had they the didn't whistles find them and nothing like that. But he caught a lot of heat. Yeah. Pig yeah. in police outfit. Oh, hilarious. I was in tears. And that's the same hilarious. game I think that he came with his fro out. That's when he finally, when he, he yep. rocked his fro too. He like didn't he wear was the in socks full... in the game, but he sure warmed up in them pig socks. Yeah, he was in full rebel mode at that point. He was mm-hmm. like, all right, we're going to do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, I'm going to give you everything you want to talk about. Let's, let's, let's do it. Get, now, your protest, now, get your protest on, player. Get your protest say, though, mm-hmm. if, Now, I didn't see that game the other day. But I'm told that he put his protest on pause for 9-11. Now, no, I think they wanted him to. I think they wanted mm. him to. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, if I'm him, I'm not putting my protest on pause for 9-11, no. especially when science and all buildings matter. 9-11 ain't even really possible. Anybody that lives anywhere where a skyscraper is knows that skyscrapers don't go down that fast. That thing went down faster than a cigarette with nobody smoking. You cannot tell me, and I'm horrible in science, that I put little doom dooms in there on every floor. Because that thing went floor for 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 floor and let I'm not buying that. You cut now, man. We didn't hear what you just said. 
Co-and-tell, heard you player. You can get cut out by the people. They are censoring yeah. you. We cannot hear you. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't came yeah, through I, twice. I, they came I through see. first with you. Yeah, Man. watch it. <laughs> Yeah, that can that conspiracy. Like I said, I think that conspiracy. But I'm gonna say this in this whole argument. The other the other thing I don't know if you guys saw was I don't know if it was yesterday or today. Uh, Trent Dilfer, who is a former quarterback, um, made the statement that Kaepernick should not be um, doing what he's doing because he's a backup quarterback and he should just play his play his you know try to get better and play. His, I'm like, wow. So now he shouldn't say anything because he's a backup quarterback. Oh, what does that have to do with anything? You know what that translates to? You lose your job. We don't see you unless you're on that field. We don't see you anyway. You're just backup. What are you saying? What are you talking for? That's like when I hear that. That's what that says to me. Yeah, but here's the problem. Here's the problem with that translation. Well, that's the problem. But then they say stuff like, like, like uh, the one lady said. But he's a leader on his team. He should have found another way to do it. Wait a minute. But if he's not on the field, nobody's gonna see him. Exactly. So either he has to do exactly. it where nobody's gonna see him, or he has to do it on the field when people. You know, it's like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, this is his. This is the only time if he just did it on his Twitter account. Yeah, he might have got a little bit, but he's doing it now on TV, so now everybody is is forced to talk about this because you That's see it and because you keep seeing it. And because you keep seeing it, you're going to have to at some point say, hey, either he's true or I, either I agree with it or I disagree with it, but you can't run from it. So it is what yeah, it is. Or and at some point, sit like here I'm, and try to dissect it piece by piece. Yeah, but he's a backup quarterback. Cause what were you saying man, before you got for you you ran into the man? Oh man, I was just saying, you know, um, honestly, it, it it's funny how he he uh, they were saying that he was gonna up a hold his protest off for nine eleven when nine eleven hasn't even all the way been proven to be you know a for real. But I mean, okay, it was a tragedy. I will not take that yeah. away won't, but science don't line up with 9-11, and I'm not the best science student ever at all, but ain't no ain't no tower dropping in under 20 seconds. It just doesn't happen that way, people. Like, I, you're not going to get that to happen, especially not when an airplane hit it from the top, and that's a building that's been hit by something before. It's not the first time. So you mean to tell me the first time it got hit, they didn't build it better the second time in a city that they actually care about? Like, let's be real. And then, you know, I don't want to get into all the buildings. I'm going to stay on calling Kaepernick for the minute, though. So, salute to him, though. High five for what he's doing. You know, I'm with it. And I really can't wait for the rest of his uh, melanated friends to join in. I'm noticing his Kappa buddies are joining in. So, shouts out to all the Kappas that's mm-hmm. joining in on his crusade. But, uh, I'm going to need the rest of you melanated brothers to jump in with them. What they going to do? Play the game without y'all? Let's be Hello. Serious. Hey. Like, how but dumb I'm can they be? No. Like, oh, they going to fire us. And... No, they're not. Because who's going to watch football if they bring a bunch of replacement players in? I'm not. Yep. 
on the I, side I'm note. Did y'all see Russell Simmons made an offer for Brandon Marshall? Mm-hmm. Yep. I am uh, so. Yeah. I feel so. So pro black right now. Yes. Come take uh-huh. care of your own. I feel like that's what time yeah. it is. We need to start um, getting. You know, if we see that that's what they own, they want to pull their money back. We are gonna try to supplement it now. But they got to be willing to get in where they fit in. I got a little bit of something for you. You know what I'm saying? If you shout me out, that's all I need is a Twitter post or two. But. <laughs> <laughs> For real, it's about that time that if we can put our money behind our own in this season, then we can take even more of the power of that idea of control away from them. You know, so I'm 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 proud of Russell for that move, even though it's gonna be yeah. for rush card. You know what I'm saying? But whatever yeah. it is, yeah. I, I'm 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 right. you know I'm, whatever it is, it still shows that. You know, you see that there's purpose in his protest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see. I, yeah. All right. We're going to do this real quick. We're going to take a break, play another song, and then after that, we're going to come back and we're going to start. We started on something, so we're going to keep going with. Um, we're going to talk about what are some, besides some of the other athletes joining, what are some other. Um, solution that we can uh, we need to start moving towards because again like I said it's only so long we can talk about this and kneel and stuff but at some point we got to do something else so let's figure that out um, so we'll be right back with we're going to do slow jams by Cash King we'll be right back what about you man? I feel worthless I'm living on the edge
that's too short. And baby got that fire cherry like Newport. I think tonight was made for us. I work out and now I'm sweating like a slave in love. Yeah, I hard but she drunk when I hard lift up. She keep it hyped up, throw it back like three flippers. On top of that, hey, GPS a G-spot, next stop on my map, uh, headed down south, make K below the waist, uh, blow up back out, uh, boom like a 808. All right, that was Slow Jams by Cash King. I forgot, I forgot, so y'all forgive me. We did not do our hot topic tonight, so I would be remiss if I did not do that. I don't want to get in no trouble. Um, but, um, but um, so we're going to go ahead and do that real quick, and if we have time, then we'll get, we'll get into our uh, solutions. We can always pick it up if we need to. So, I posted a question earlier today. Actually, it's a, um, a picture. I mean, of course, it says, when sex isn't a requirement to get to know you, it may be love. And it's lust versus love. I, the question I asked was, is sex a requirement to get to know someone? Um, and, yeah. And so I'm pretty – this is actually pretty a, a pretty interesting response or pretty interesting excuse me uh, responses from from the group um most of the people said that it's not a requirement that sex is not a requirement uh to get to know someone but pretty much everybody also agreed that they would not marry someone without having sex mm-hmm. what say if you what, what y'all think I wouldn't get married. Well, ladies first. My mama already know. At this this point in the game, I wouldn't be marrying another. If if me and James were to ever divorce, whoever the new man would be would not be putting a ring on it if I had never, if we had never had sex. I don't see that happening. I know me too well for that. There's only so Mm -hmm. much I'm willing to teach. I'm willing to be patient through. I'm willing to 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 get to know. No. And then it's after I've said I do, like, where there's no more going, no. And I know there's some saints that will tell me God will help you through that. And the oneness and the becoming of one, those things will work themselves out. I've heard it. I get it. But, I, again, I know me. And and maybe it's he's still working on me, but I know me. And there's only so much that I'm going to be willing to do. So I think that that needs to happen prior to because there are some definite deal breakers and that's just me. So would you say when when you say that you know you know you if I if if I'm not if it's not too personal what does that mean? I enjoy good sex 
And if you don't, okay. if you are going to be my husband, I'm going to need you to be that man. Okay. And if you don't do that, okay. we got, I got a problem. You. Yeah, okay. I got you. <laughs> I was like, nah. Okay, okay. Okay. Winfrey, I swear for everything living, you was blushing through the phone right now. Sorry. It is too <laughs> funny. I'm not blushing. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because, because of the way she said that, but no, I'm good. Uh-uh. I'm good. <laughs> I'm also like, wait a minute. Okay, yeah, I want to make sure there was something else I was missing. Okay. I got you. Cousin, mm. uh, what you think? Uh, truth be told, I'm not doing it. I ain't gonna be able to do it. Uh, I gotta know what's going on. We can't be married our whole life, or I mean, even going for no no our whole life. When we finding out the night of, I, I, something about that just don't seem right. What happened if it's just horrible? Uh-huh. You tell yourself at night, like on the honeymoon, like I gotta be married to horrible sex for the rest of my life because we never tried out. <laughs> like, so these are the rules. This is this is what we stuck with. Like, you know what I mean, you, like, man? This, and, and because this is the reward for doing it all the way right, right? Exactly. It's like all that practice. No. You know, I mean, Burns, you know what I say, man. We can't practice free throws and expect to be a complete basketball player. That's not going to make you good at the game, man. What if you never get fouled in the game? You don't have to shoot no free throws. <laughs> you got to practice all aspects of basketball. That's for the parents listening. So that... <laughs> <laughs> you ain't just good at free throws Because if you're just good at free throws I'm pretty sure you won't be getting in the game Wink wink huh. <laughs> I just had a really I, terrible I need inside you to say that joke, So I'm going to hush <laughs> I'm trying I had a really Lord. terrible inside joke I'm going to not say it <laughs> Too funny What do you say Keisha go ahead <sighs> I, you got to restate the question for me. Y'all done threw me off talking about basketball. So, and so free first, throw. You said, first, first you said, can you really can you wait? Can you wait till after marriage for sex, like to get to know each other? So what? Like, would you would you be able to marry somebody without having sex first? For what? <laughs> no. What you mean? For no. What? For what? What would be the purpose? I'm grown. I done done it. I got a whole child. Ain't no secret. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What? For what? I got a whole child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For what? Oh, oh my God. That is so true. <laughs> oh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> what's that? What's that? What, 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 what? what? <laughs> oh, my God. Some bad sex and I'm a sensual person. I'm, I, I like saying. to. I mean, oh yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, saying. I mean, 
don't who to whom. It depends on who. I'm saying that's not what who. I'm saying, saying that, that when you do that, you're not saying I'm I'm gonna marry back. You're saying that I'm gonna wait till I'm gonna wait till marriage. You're not saying you're not doing it with the purpose of the intent of. Marrying I know you're not doing it with the intention of marrying bad sex. But if you can knock that potential down, you know what I'm saying? Why why not? Okay. I, I got so to check so out you know, the situation. So let me ask so let me ask this then. Because this is the other question I was gonna ask in the group. So y'all mean to tell me that you can find a person that you really like, y'all connect on every level, but the sex is bad. And you out? Now, every so level, but the sex is bad. Absolutely I'm not. Saying, I sell adult toys. Okay. You just got to be willing to get freaky. Okay, but I'm saying, but you, like, you, it's, it's just not working in that area. So everything else is going good. Like, he, he treats you well. She treats you well. Um, y'all doing, y'all communicate well. No, it, money's going well. Y'all do each, you know, everything that y'all wanted, everything, except for that. The relationship is over. Um, like I said, <clears throat> I think sex is just as much of a need as all those other things. So if you are going to, I, and I mean, we, I, I think we, we as a society have, because we, we will, we over sexualize things by way of making them so negative. We will be so quick to forget that sex is just as much of a human need as it is. Mm-hmm. Food, shelter, mm-hmm. love, and all those other things. So I'm going to just be real and risk sounding like a complete and total terrible person right now. But I would probably <laughs> think me and you should probably just be cool. Like, we could be besties or something. Like, we will be, you know, not everybody's meant to be that one. That would not work for me. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I don't see that working out for you. <laughs> <don't. laughs> and I mean, when I would be real with it, like, I stopped doing what I was doing when you asked that question. Like, I literally gave you my undivided attention. It was like, let me see. <laughs> Did I really work with this? Hell no. I wouldn't. You have to go. And my mom would have to cry about it, and she'd have to get over it. I'd have to tell her now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I ain't even messing with you right now. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh this just fair. So we gonna be besties. We gotta be. That's as far as it's going, homie. Like, that's it. That is it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> Connection and the, I mean, nothing, huh? It's gotta, it's gotta. You mean so? All three of y'all are telling me. All three of y'all are telling me that there is no way you can marry somebody without first making sure the sex is good. From my personal opinion, no. Uh uh. No. I'm sure there are plenty of people in the world that are nearer to God than me. That would, but I am not. I'm not one of those people. 
She <laughs> is not I, and I am not her. I'm no. not God. Okay. I'm not going to be able to I do mean, it. I hey. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So here, here is so, I, so as a part of this discussion, I had a conversation uh, this week with someone who said that they could not, that they wanted to wait. First of all, yeah, they said that they wanted to wait. And they actually even went so far as to say that they felt like um, if they did cross that line with someone who, um, that they cared about, that they would be, that they probably, that they would not, that they're pretty sure that they would not marry that person because it is that important to them to wait um, that if they cross that line, they know it ain't going to happen, that marriage for them is not going to happen. Okay, hold up, hold up. Wow. Excuse me. So this is the thing with that, that philosophy. It makes me question a few things. Let me get in the question at all questions. Now, if you are saying that if you cross the line, then you know that's not who you're going to marry. Is this why you're not married? Because you crossed the line with the person that you were supposed to cross the line and keep going with? I'm just saying. (laughs) Or have you never, ever crossed the line before in your life? Well, this person has, uh, in the words of Keisha, They've crossed the line. They got chill. They got a child. So they <laughs> crossed the line. So, so that's, that's happened before. But I think I think the the the, the point of the person that was trying to make was that you know that just like in this meme that they wanted to have a relationship first of all um, that honored God and secondly they wanted a relationship that that was not. Um, the main focus or a focus uh, as to why they would choose to be together. Because we all, I mean, I think we all can admit that sex does cloud judgment. So mm-hmm. I think they were trying to say they want to move beyond having that, that cloud. And again, they want to honor God. That was really their main reason because in the past they have not. And it's not that they haven't been able to, uh, I'm trying to talk about it without without giving too much information. Um, that they haven't, that they're doing it the other way did not have a good result, but ultimately they want to be able to, again, in this season of their life, honor God. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. well, baby, I'm a, you know, sometimes you just got to be real with yourself. Um and say, self, what do you really want? Because if that is your choice, if you choose and you find this man and you get this whole virgin, I'm telling you it could happen. And this is, you about to mess this man's life up because you already got sure. Hold on. I'm going to rewind. If you catch a man and he just happens to be a whole virgin, he ain't never had sex, and this is exactly what you're asking for, and you got kids already, and you and he, and he courts you, he dates you, y'all get cool and everything is wonderful. And and y'all say, yeah, we're going to go on and get married. Y'all set the date. He's like, yeah, girl, we ain't never had sex for real. Now, you got that old thing back because the truth of the matter is once you've had an experience, it is there. And then your wedding night, y'all go get in the bed. He ain't got no rhythm, and he can't get it up. Lord, help everybody in the room. But this is what you asked for. Are you, are you sure that's what you want? I just can't see somebody 
who has had good, I mean, um, great basketball <laughs> games. Great <laughs> basketball games. <laughs> I am done, with you. I am done, done, done with you this evening. I ain't never see them signing on for that. But if that's what you got, bless your ministry, baby, because it ain't going to be me. I can't do it. I'm sorry. And that's just too much. I'm serious. I have to okay. be real with me, and I have to know that God knows me. He meets me where I'm at all the time. Okay. So, I mean, once he's done, he meets you where you're at. He does meet us Right. That's the one thing. I ain't never lied and repented but, and said I was sorry for that. I said I no, understand no, no, no. why it's a problem because I got the problem no, no. now, and I'm going to live with this sin. The rest of them, <laughs> when I apologize, I'm repenting, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I won't do that no more. See, I wasn't going to lie and say I wasn't going to do this no more. Mm-mm, no. Mm-hmm. Sure ain't. Lord have mercy. Because <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Uh, <laughs> I mean, weird enough, I know we don't say it often, but I agree with Keisha. Keisha on point. Preach, Keisha. So you not so you just saying so you're just saying flat flat out you not go you not going to um I, I'm I'm and this is the with the religion so you just not y'all saying y'all not gonna trust God that if y'all need, I knew this y'all was are good on every, wow. every I can be trustful. I can trust him, but I can't trust that even though he tells us not to do it, that I'm gonna try. I have to try it anyway. And see, that's right there. That's why I ain't. Uh, I'm spiritual. Yeah, I'm about to say. You see, like when you put it like that, it makes it so different. But at the same time, <laughs> the answer ain't changing. It's not that I don't trust God. It's that. I don't trust society and the way things go. And I need to know before we go down the aisle, is the loving good or no? Like, I'm not going to just marry somebody and find out that night that the loving ain't no good. I'm sorry. Like, I trust okay, you guys, so, but I'm so, not waiting till honeymoon night to be disappointed for the rest of my life. And then, oh, now I got to teach you. No. 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 That's why they let you get it in the within no. six months, for real. But the the other part of that is, what if it's a tranny? Yeah. What if you all have not oh, hold, on, hold on, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You did say training with an ing, right? Training. No, 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 no. That's not what you said. Hold on, we got a caller. We got a caller. Caller four nine seven seven. Thank you, caller. Live. What's your question? Thank you, caller. Hello. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. I have been listening to the show and you guys 
comments about the sex before marriage, everybody's comments are definitely validated. But I wanted to pose um, something to you guys. If everything and everything is on point with the person, why is it a big deal? Because sometimes medically things happen in a marriage or people get in accidents and maybe impotence happens. You still love that person's heart. You still care for them. Things are not always going to be totally sex-driven. Yeah, you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s. But if you think about the longevity in a marriage or relationship, it becomes about the relationship as a whole. So if part of the pie is sex, okay, but it's almost like the 80-20 rule. Are you really willing to give up 80% because 20% is bad? If you're talking about everything's on point. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What's is that name? really worth it? Lakeisa. Hi. Hi, sugar. No, Hi. that's not. Okay. The love thing is the love thing. I'm not saying that you can't fall in love with somebody. You know, and if I fell in love with you and then this um, becomes, there's medical concerns, that's something different than um, me having the opportunity to make sure that this apple was right before I got it home, and then when I get home, I cut into it and it's dead on the inside. I should have checked it before I brought it home. And that's just, you know, is that a bad thing? Ooh, Keisha, you on fire tonight, y'all. You was on fire. <laughs> 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 God, this, this is, this is, and it ain't good on the good. inside. You better go ahead on with the apple analogy. I see what you did, but I see what you did. <laughs> this is this is this is really good, but you have to think about the reason you wanted the apple. You wanted the apple for a compliment in your life, someone who's going to enhance you as a person. You wanted that apple for companionship. You want the apple to, to not only companionship from you, but to give to them. So, and people who have been married know that it's you know, a give-and-take situation. So think about why you even wanted the apple. And this, this is a part of the picture. But I'm just saying for longevity purposes, if that is going to be your focus and you want to try it first, okay. But what, what, what is our heart really after? Sex? Or is it for the relationship? Because love is a choice. And Absolutely. commitment, mahogany is a choice. I am choosing to be with you and committed to you. But that, okay, so when you make that choice, you have to have a rapport with that person that has given you time to learn about the things that are important to you as a person. And Mm -hmm. that means I want to know if you listen when I talk to you. You know what I mean? I want to know if uh, when we say things are wrong, we work to make them right. I want to know if you are thinking long-term or short-term. I want to know. So that takes some time. And all I'm saying is that this is a requirement for me. And in that time, before I make the commitment to you, before I Mm -hmm. decide, okay, this is right or wrong, this is on my list. This ain't on everybody's list. Everybody can't have the same list. But it's on mine <laughs> Because I just can't right. See you know Oh goodness you know that's the build up To a breakdown for me It's, it's, it's Oh that's just bad It's bad but and you I know, take my hat off to women who do Don't get me wrong You uh, are brave men, men do it too I'm sorry and, uh, Look at you. <laughs> you You are brave 
you are few. Uh, I'll say this you. last comment. Very. This is good. And, and your and Keisha, and yes. thank you. And you're for your honesty. Thank you all for all your honesty. Um, it's it it is what it is. Everybody's blueprint is going to be different. So if you trust, if we trust, if we supposed to have faith, people who are believers in the Lord, and we say, you know what, I'm marrying this person to this, then we know that. Everything's not going to be a smooth sail. There's going to be some rocky roads, but you also can be the student and the teacher. And in the bedroom, we can be the student sometimes, and sometimes we the teacher. So that's what I just want to leave y'all with. But All right, when man. it comes to that. <laughs> All right. All right. Appreciate you. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, I'm Have calling y'all soon, too. Don't even trip. I'm going to be calling in on you, too, boo. <laughs> All right, so that's that's a good one. Yeah, I think we okay. I thought we had another caller. I think it's a, it's a very yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, really good. <laughs> it's a good topic. I think it's a very good topic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, good topic. Um, yeah, good topic. I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> so let's go. By the way, I have to, let me make this right now. I, just so for those of you guys who do not know, um, this Thursday we are having a uh, Ladies Let's Talk show special um, that is going to be this Thursday at <clears throat> seven thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, so the link is on um, the Global Drive page as well as um, um, all of our Facebook pages. But it is for ladies who are going to have a roundtable discussion. Um, about some very interesting topics, and we might use this as one of the topics since this is such a good one. Um, and, yeah, so I'm very excited about it. It is um, the, it's going to be my sister, Wendy Burns. It's uh, Maria Joelle McClish, who, is, um, who we play her music all the time. It is uh, Miss Ebony Brown, and yeah. it is Miss, yeah, and then Miss Lakeisha Ballard, who you just uh, heard. So, yeah, tune in at 7.30 on Thursday, um, and I can promise you, you guys will not be, um, you will not be, these ladies are going to be are gonna be great. You and I will be so tune in, click the link, or you can call in and listen. So, all right, that was that announcement. So that's it. And then don't forget tomorrow, of course, we've got the Word on Wednesday with uh, Byron Senior. Um, he's going to be teaching um, he's still in transitions for transformation, so that's at seven o'clock Central Standard Time, also on Global Draft Network. So um, we didn't do that. We didn't get a chance to do this real quick. So uh, Q, what do you have going on um, with Elegance by Design? You got anything going on that we need to know about? I do. This Saturday, September seventeenth, we are going to be at. Um, the Kirby Kitten presents a feline affair fashion show celebration. There will be runway, new fashion, youth models, live music, comedy, dance performances, and vendors like myself um, will be at this event. It's Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Um, the location is 5716 South Harvey Court in Oklahoma City. Um, it's the Fresh Lounge, Fresh Sound Lounge Event Center. Boy, say that quick five times. Fresh Sound Lounge Event Center here in Oklahoma City. It's a beautiful, beautiful venue. Um, Your tickets, you can find them. Yeah, it's it's fine. We will have a real VIP 
Did you hear that? A real VIP um, available mm-hmm. for your enjoyment. So get your besties, get your crew, get your baby, get whoever it is that you enjoy turning up with and enjoying a good night out and get your tickets. You can go to the Eventbrite link. I will post it on the page. Um, regular admission for this event is $20. VIP is $30, which includes access to the exclusive balcony seating, free buffet and drinks, um, complimentary VIP gift bag, and Margarita Mama special meet and greet with Curvy Kitten Models and CEO. Like, you want to be here. So this is where we will you be. We are planning to have... A ball, so come out um, and have some fun with us. That's where we will be. I agree. Definitely be there. And it's not just a fashion show. There's going to be live music. Um, I know Toy Lindley's going to be there. There's going to be a c- comedy. Um, there's a dance group. So it's going to be a full, a full program. So you definitely want to be there. Mm. So yep. All right, uh, Keisha, you got anything going? Anything going on with Hey, Kinky and Classy's auction is on the 15th. I'll start auctioning items at 10 p.m. and finish at 10 a.m. We have, of course, we've signed a few new contracts, so you get new items to choose from. Um, Yeah, so I I just can't wait. It is on the 15th. Please like and share the event. Um. All over Facebook, the more likes and shares I get, the more people actually participate. Let me know if you're going to go because I post the items in the event first and then on the page. So those who want to be it get first be it by being in the event and on the event page. So, yep, um, participate. Can't wait to see you then. And get those pre Sweetest day gifts out. Yeah, you know. I already got calls about that day. It's a month away, y'all. So okay. um, start getting your box ready for that night. You did. But, um, yeah, <coughs> what's going on with us? Because you got anything going on? Uh, I'm going to be watching Matrimony this weekend. So shouts out to Roy Lynn A. Chong because Hunt is getting married. Woo-woo. Way to go, Roy. Right. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. All right. Uh, only thing I have is to make sure if you guys have not signed up for the Money Mentor mailing list, uh, do it today by sending me an email at thethemoneymentor1 at gmail.com. That's thethemoneymentor1 at gmail.com. Um, we are starting um, another 30-day uh, money makeover soon, um, so I'm not going to start until I get to a certain number of people. Um, so all you got to do is it's free. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything. And I said what it is, I send you an email every day for 30 days. At the end of that 30 days, you will have everything you need um, to have your money in the position that you want to be to do the things that you want to do. So all you got to do is send me an email, themoneymentor1 at gmail.com. We definitely appreciate you guys for listening. We had a great show tonight. We'll be back next Tuesday. Don't forget to support the world on Wednesday tomorrow. Don't forget to su- support um, uh, uh, ladies, the Let's Talk Ladies on Thursday. And please, please support the small business owners um, that are in your area and in your community because we definitely want um, and need your help. All right. Hope you guys have a good night, and we will see you all next week on The Scoop. Have a good night.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.